I cannot believe I slept on this anime for so long. And maybe you did too. It is my sole goal for the next little while to convince you of why you should watch the anime Erased. And so help me, I will rewind time as many times as it takes to do what I came here to do. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Checkpoint Church, where nerds, geeks, and gamers come together to talk about faith, games, and time travel. I am your nerd, Pastor Nate, and we're going to go old school for our scripture today. We're going with John 3.16. I guarantee you've probably heard this scripture before, but maybe you haven't heard the stuff around it. We're going to be reading from John chapter 3, verses 10 through 18, and we are going to be reading from the NRSV as usual. That's my preferred translation of the Bible. It's what's going to be on the screen. If you have a translation or a paraphrase that you prefer, feel free to use that one instead. That's just what I'm using. Let's dig in to it. Jesus answered Nicodemus, are you a teacher of Israel and yet you do not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and testify to what we've seen, yet you do not receive our testimony. If I've told you about earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. Indeed, God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Those who believe in him are not condemned, but those who do not believe are condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of the only son of God. First, I want to go ahead and get this out of the way. I will not be spoiling anything about this story. I refuse to spoil this story because I need you to watch it. I need you to watch this anime or read the manga. I'm, you know, whatever you want to do. I, I don't care how you experience it. I just need you to experience the story because I am so hyped about it. Erased is a Japanese seinen manga written and illustrated by Kei Sambe. It's one that has been pretty popular despite being actually written back in 2012, finishing up in 2016. It got picked up by Netflix in 2016, a live action film was made in 2016, a live action series was made in 2017, uh, spinoff, light novels, uh, it's it's very popular for a reason. We follow our protagonist Satoru Fujinuma who possesses a unique ability called Revival. Basically he has this strange power that's kind of like the movie Final Destination where he can see these awful things happen and then time reverses to let him change the result, often resulting in saved lives. Normally Satoru only goes minutes back in time, but one day he ends up coming home to find his mother has been murdered by an unknown killer and he becomes the lead suspect because it happened in his apartment with no one else around. Once again, he reverses time, but not just five minutes this time. Instead, he goes back 18 years into the past whenever he was in elementary school in 1988, which just so happened to be the same time that he got wrapped up in a weird child abduction scandal. Now, as he's back in time, Satoru has to figure out why he has been sent back this far and what it could possibly have to do with the murder of his mom. His only lead is the first missing child, his acquaintance, the shy and troubled Kaio Hinazuki, who has no idea what is going on. And so us, the viewer, and Satoru have to figure out with the time we are given, what is this mystery? Why did these abductions happen? And how are we going to save everyone? Even better questions are, why does Satoru have these powers? We don't, we we don't know. Who can we trust in this show? That's a great question and it's an awesome series. Please watch it. Like I said, I really want to avoid spoilers as much as I can. So I just want to say that I've been so struck by this show since I first watched it. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm lurking in the subreddit. I'm reading the manga to get more of the story. I'm wanting to convert the story into a D&D campaign. I'm about, I'm about this close to starting to write fan fiction, y'all. Why? Why am I so obsessed with this show? I have been bugged about it from the get-go until it all clicked. 
at once. So Toru accidentally may be the best Jesus metaphor in popular media like ever. Now, before we dig too deep into my thesis here, let's take a quick look at our scripture itself. I'm willing to bet you've probably heard of John 3.16 before. Whether you're currently a Christian, an ex-Christian, a post-Christian, not a Christian, something else entirely, the verse John 3.16 is pretty ubiquitous. What I'm less willing to do is bet that you've heard the context and the surrounding verses. These words of Jesus are a bit more than just the most infamous verses in the Bible. John, the gospel writer, is letting us into a conversation between Jesus and this guy named Nicodemus. Now, who was Nicodemus? Nicodemus was a Pharisee and a member of the Sanhedrin. What does that mean for us today? How, why should we care who Nicodemus is? Well, basically, Nicodemus was a man who was very well-versed in the Jewish scriptures. He was a lawyer and scriptural teacher, and he had some big questions. However, unlike some of the other Pharisees, Nicodemus is genuinely pretty curious about Jesus and asks questions that actually matter. Nicodemus isn't so much trying to trick Jesus into saying something that he shouldn't, which was something a lot of Pharisees did. Nicodemus actually seems to genuinely be trying to understand. In this particular discussion, Nicodemus is confused and arguing with Jesus over some perplexing semantics about the idea of being born again, a phrase that might still be confusing for some today. Nicodemus doesn't understand what these words can possibly mean. We can't literally go through an actual rebirth in our mother's womb. First off, Nicodemus thinks, hey, some of us are old. Some of us, our mothers are dead. How could we possibly be reborn in our mother's womb? Jesus tries to explain it as clearly as possible. And then when Nicodemus is still, you know, agape, he has no idea what's happening. Jesus just kind of sighs and says, look, Nicodemus, you are one of the most educated people here. You are an educator. You are a teacher. You're Israel's teacher. And yet even you can't get this. To make matters worse, you can't even seem to wrap your mind around the earthly things I'm trying to explain here. What hope do you possibly have to understanding a spiritual matter like being born again? But then Jesus gives him the benefit of the doubt. Nicodemus doesn't have to understand. He explains that he didn't come to explain things piecemeal to the Pharisees. Jesus came to be lifted up just like Moses lifted up the snakes. Wait, what? What are we talking about? What? What is, what is that? Where did that come from? What Jesus is talking about there is a reference to an Old Testament scripture in the book of Numbers chapter 21 where the Israelites are being led through the desert by Moses and they start to get impatient and they start sinning and going against God. God sends a bunch of venomous snakes to poison them. They start dying. Then all the Israelites come back to Moses and say, Moses, we messed up and we know we messed up. Please pray for us. And Moses does this. And then God tells Moses to put a bronze snake on a pole and that anyone who looks at it will be healed even if they've been bitten by a poisonous snake. So why did this story randomly come up? Is this just a Family Guy episode and we're doing a strange throwaway? No, Jesus uses a story that Nicodemus 100% would know in order to explain his purpose here on earth. Jesus is the snake on the staff. The world is the poisoned Israelites in need of healing. Jesus is here to heal and save the masses. Jesus thus says the famous phrase, God so loved the world that he sent me, his only son. Why? So that everyone can get the poison out of their system and be healed. Then Jesus goes on to say the actual best verse contender in the Bible, John 3, 17, that Jesus didn't come to condemn the world, but to save the world. Jesus is not the great condemner. We get this messed up so often. Jesus is the great savior. Jesus is not and cannot be made into the poison or the venomous stakes. He is only the sow. He is only the balm. He is only the light. 
never the darkness. Okay, let me step off my preaching soapbox for a moment, but let me go ahead and say, if you're one of those folks out there that says amen, and you didn't just say amen to what I said, I'm watching you. So the bigger question now that we have to ask is, what in the world does any of this have to do with Erased? Why does this show give me chills? What are you talking about, you nerdy pastor, you? The reason we're talking about this is because Jesus is the final attempt from God to save the world. Not final in the sense it was his last time he was willing to try. It was the time he knew was going to end it all. This was not the first try for God. We have several covenants in the Old Testament where God tries to make a relationship with us that makes everything honky dory. God gives us the Garden of Eden and we screw that up. God offers a covenant through Noah and we mess that up big time. God makes a deal with Abraham. Yep, you know, we blew it again. King David, yep, no good. God never fails us, but we fail God a lot. Until finally, God sends the ultimate savior in the form of Jesus Christ, one who would take the brunt of the damage and be the light dwelling among humankind. Not as one to condemn or to kill or to ride in on a golden steed with a burning sword. No, Jesus only came to save us and to free us. And so erased, like this epic story of Jesus, is one of pursuit and trial and error. Satoru doesn't get it right every time. It takes several tries to figure out what exactly is even going on. But no matter what happens, Satoru never stops trying. He never stops pursuing. He always has the right motive, saving his mom, saving Kayo, saving others from the impending harm. Whether he throws himself in harm's way or not, he does it anyway. Why? Because it's the right thing to do. And let's go ahead and double down. Satoru has his fair share of Nicodemuses who don't understand. They don't know what he knows. They don't understand why he's working so hard to save weird little old Kayo. Satoru also has his disciples who, even though they don't understand, they trust him. They believe in what he is doing enough to walk alongside him anyway. Of course, there are going to be some stark differences between Satoru and Jesus. Satoru isn't omnipotent, but he is aware of the future in a way that no one else can be. While we don't believe that's actually how God's awareness of time worked, which to be honest, anybody that tells you they do understand how God's sense of time works is lying. It's still a fun exercise in thought and a great conversation piece. What if it is how Jesus's understanding of time works? works? What if he is just this perfect person, this perfect entity of God put out of time with people who have no idea what the future holds? What if it does take Jesus several tries to get it exactly right to save everyone and we just don't remember? What if, while these thoughts aren't theologically sound, these are still exciting ways to marvel and to engage with this incredible work that Jesus does in the gospel? Ultimately, I think this is why Erased makes me feel this way. Satoru isn't Jesus. I get that. But he sure looks a lot like my Jesus. He never stops trying. He never stops pursuing. He knows what we don't, and that must be frustrating. That must be challenging, but he does it anyway. Some won't believe him, and others will. I hope I always will believe Jesus knows what is best for my future. Erased gives me hope. It gives me hope in my life, and it gives me hope in my faith. Satoru is pretty unbelievably awesome, and Jesus is even better. Now, I'm going to be honest and vulnerable with you for a second, and I'm going to proudly say that this show brought tears to my eyes and made me cry more than a few times, and it wasn't until later that I understood why I was crying. I thought the entire time that I wanted to be like Satoru. I thought I wanted to be the hero. I wanted to be cool like him. But the truth is, I'm Kayo. And I just want someone to come and to grab my hand. 
to care for me, to care what happens to me, to care where I'm going and to want me to be safe. That's a really vulnerable feeling. How could I help but cry? That's freaking beautiful. I mean, as cringy as it is, right? The footprints in the sand thing that we all know that that was when I carried you. That's an amazing sentiment. Who wouldn't want Jesus to come and hold our hand and to just be there with us, man? If you're feeling alone, we have somebody who's willing to come and to grab our hand and to save us. That is incredible. So I really, really hope that you'll watch this anime. That's it. No could be joke to end this one, folks. Please just watch this show. Tell me if you see Jesus like I see Jesus. Tell me if you experience something. Tell me if you get those chills down the spine. Tell me if it makes you cry. I want to know at the very least whether or not you watch this show, whether or not you choose to, whether you made it this far in the video. God, I hope that you know that you're loved. Thanks for listening to our weekly nerdy deep dive into the world of nerds, geeks, and gamers. We hope you enjoyed the podcast version of this show. If you'd like to experience this video in its intended full viewing, feel free to find us over on YouTube at Checkpoint Church and watch it there. If you're interested in supporting what we're doing, feel free to go to www.checkpointchurch.com support for information on how to donate or support us financially or otherwise. Or you can go through the Anchor app and support us there as well. This program is created, produced, and edited by Nathan Webb and distributed by Anchor. Find us on twitch.tv slash checkpointchurch where we'll be streaming on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Thanks again for listening to our show and remember, God loves you, we love you, you matter. Be boldly blessed and we will catch you next time.